All right, Joe, we are back on the podcast uh, where we are trying to train men in spiritual fitness and point guys towards a lifestyle where they can begin to think about what is a, a healthy Christian disciple look like? What does he do? What are his habits and routines? And uh, we've been talking about this for a few weeks. And um, this week, I wanted to jo- jump into a topic uh, of morning routines. And and honestly, I was a little hesitant when thinking about starting this conversation, because I know that there's just a lot out there for guys if they want to learn about how to have a healthy morning routine or a productive morning routine or a morning routine that leads you to the best uh, day and the best life that you can have. There's just, Look, there's a lot of good stuff. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I could point guys to and say, I don't know, do we have anything to add to this conversation of helping guys find a, a healthy morning routine? But, but then I thought about it a little more. And I thought, I, th- I think we do have something to add here, Joe, because what we're doing here at Cross Training is we're, we've got a specific audience that we're aiming at. And that's, that's Christian men who want to grow. All right. That's, if you're listening to this, you are likely a Christian man who wants to grow. And so if that's true, then I think there's a different way we need to think about our morning routines, because we're not aiming to give you the best advice that gives you a morning routine that makes you more productive. What we want is we want you to find a morning routine that makes you more holy, right? there's There's a switch there that we hope guys see that we're trying to get you on a path aiming towards growing in godliness. And that's a little different way to think about how we handle our mornings, right, Joe? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we, there, there are two sort of ditches guys can stumble into. I mean, one is uh, you just don't get up early enough. <laughs> the day starts before you do. And I mean, <laughs> literally from the, the moment you open your eyes, you feel behind and you've got yes. all that anxiety because you, ha- you don't have a morning routine. But honestly, there's the other ditch. And, you know, there are a lot of guys, like you said, that they've read these articles. You know, they're maybe getting up really early. They've got their morning mapped out. But God's got this tiny little space, you know, there's like 12 minutes that's devoted to, uh, you know, reading a chapter or something. And uh, so the aim of the morning is, again, it's to be productive. It's to accomplish my goals, to manage my life, but not to have a life devoted to God. That's a different thing if you're starting your day with that as your number one priority. Yeah, there, there is the reality of that we as Christian men who want to grow, we cannot ignore our mornings, right? So we can't just put off all this advice of having a healthy and productive morning routine. There's that sense of mornings are important, but I do think, like you said, we've got to balance that according to where you fall on that spectrum, one side or the other of, wait, wait, what is the advice out there that I'm listening to? (laughs) And what is it aiming me towards and making me into? And so hopefully that, you know, we, we can, create a space here where we're saying, guys, think about your morning. Your morning is important and you need to have some healthy habits and routines that will lead you to a productive day. But what does that look like as a Christian man? What does that look like as a man who wants to grow and change in that way? So why don't we start by just, let's look at the Bible. What does the Bible say uh, to guys about mornings and morning routines? Well, uh, one of my favorite Proverbs, only because uh, when I was a child, um, Sometimes my mom would read us a chapter and we had to remember a proverb mm. that we've heard. This is the one that I would remember. Like I'd forget the rest, but uh, a little sleep, a little slumber, you know, a little folding of the hands to rest and uh, poverty will come upon you like a thief um, mm. is what it says. 
And I think one guy's thing guys do need to realize, and this goes to the importance of the topic, the relevance, is uh, that if we don't see the significance of the morning, that it, it, it can lead to financial poverty. It can lead to a kind of slothful life, but actually there's other kinds of poverty as well. Um, if you're a man, for example, who wants to have the wisdom to lead your family or to be able to disciple your kids or to have advice for a Christian friend, you know, all of that comes cumulatively over time as you invest time in God's word, invest time in prayer. And so, you know, if you don't use that morning, you could find yourself later on in life mentally, spiritually impoverished, not having the resources that you need. And so that proverb, it reminds us, we've got to think about the importance of that part of our day. I think some other scriptures I'd I'd have guys think about, uh, there are examples of uh, just the need to begin the day with devotion. So for example, in the Old Testament, um, there were these burnt offerings. You don't need to know a a lot about them, but every day started and ended in Israel with a burnt offering. That morning offering, that idea that I'm going to start my day with an act of devotion. And we see in the Psalms that this becomes a personalized thing. David, he says, oh, Lord, in the morning, you hear my voice. In the morning, I prepare a sacrifice for you. And that idea that, like you said earlier, what we want is we want to find these guys that want to pursue spiritual growth. And part of that is says, hey, God, you're first. Hmm. And uh, I want to give you the best part of my day. And I also want to realize that in order to live my day well, it's got to start at your feet. Hmm. And I think when you recognize that posture, this is where some of the other sort of passages guys have maybe heard where, for example, Jesus says one thing is needed, that hmm. one thing being sitting at his feet. And as guys, we know, you know, the day is going to grab a hold of us very quickly and we're going to lose the ability to steer our day. But the morning is that moment where if we say, hey, this is what's most important. This is what I can't leave undone. Then uh, I need to start my day at the feet of Jesus mm-hmm. and uh, acknowledge that that's the most important thing I can do. And that this is going to carry over and my strength, my wisdom, my sense of direction is all going to come from whether or not I've put God in his place at the start of my day. And uh, if I miss that chance, it's going to be really hard to recover uh, later on. And I think that's just the basic wisdom that we see, you know, through the scriptures. That's great. Yeah. I think all those verses you just pulled out there, really the, the common denominator I found there, what I'm hearing is just this, this being able to say to guys over and over again, there's not necessarily a system approach to a morning routine that's going to lead you to that life of godliness that you're looking for, but it's a relationship, right? What you're pointing towards time and time again is this connection with God, that there's something about the morning and spent in relationship with a person that will change your day and lead you through. And I think that's probably been, you know, one of, for me, just speaking personally, uh, one of the biggest benefits I've seen for having a healthy morning routine, uh, devotional life uh, has been just being able to answer that question every day. Who am I? You know, it, it, it grounds me in some identity. I need as a man of God, I'm always asking, who am I? And there's other people trying to answer that question for me, Joe. Uh, but I really like, there's actually a, a book I read recently. I was talking about uh, morning routines and habits. And he talked about the danger of waking up and looking at your phone first thing, making that the first thing you do and how that is dangerous. And we all know that's a terrible habit to be in, right? We still do it, but but we know that's bad. Why is it bad? Well, we, we, we look at those emails and we get overwhelmed maybe with uh, anxiety of what's coming. But also, look, if I'm honest, <laughs> Joe, I open my phone and I look at emails 
And you know why I do that? Because I see that I'm wanted. I see that somebody values me, needs me, wants my input. I start to see a, a, a meaning and a purpose that's maybe not healthy. The, the guy that wrote the, the, the book I'm talking about, Justin Early, he says this. He says, when we do that, when we open our phones first, when we start our morning that way, what we're doing is we're looking for someone who is looking for us. And I'm like, man, that that is so me at times. A lot of times when I'm in unhealthy rhythms of a, a morning routine and don't have a healthy morning devotional life, it's because I'm grasping at anything, looking for somebody that's looking for me that's saying, you're valuable. You are something that, you know, and that's, look, that's what a, a devotional life with God, a relationship with God is for, it should be for me, right? It gives me my identity. Who am I? Son of God, right? Valued uh, man. And so uh, I, I think that, man, if I were to say, guys, you need a, a healthy morning devotional for any other reason, I'd say identity is big. Yeah. You know, you're, you're exactly right. It's going to set the tone for how you step out into the world. Mm. And uh, you're either going to be empty. And like you said, looking to other people's eyes, people who aren't really committed, you know, people that don't love you in that way. And uh, so maybe it's colleagues at work, you know, who knows where it is, or you're going to start your day with the one who loved you so much, you know, uh, he sent his son to die for you and you can build up with that love and then step out into yeah. those same circumstances and sometimes face the criticism and face mm. the uncertainty, but mm -hmm. to do so knowing that God is above you, he's surrounding you, he's supporting you, and that's going to change your whole day, regardless of what you're facing. Yeah. Uh, so if you're talking to a guy, Joe, and trying to tell him, look, you need a healthy morning devotional life, um, and maybe he doesn't have this habit or routine already built in, what in your personal life, what are some of the benefits you would tell him you've received? From having a good devotional life, I think I think one is um, I don't know the future. I don't have a <laughs> God does. Yeah. Uh, I don't have wisdom. I'm an idiot. If you trust <laughs> me, my own instincts. God is infinitely wise, and mm. so you know to go to Him and to start my day uh, with the openness, the attentiveness of saying, "I need you to speak to me. I need direction." Mm. Um, I need, I need to know that you've got my back, that you're mm. protecting me and uh, to start that from that place of, you know, speak Lord, your servant is listening mm. rather than, um, you know, often the other way is just, I go into the day thinking, God, you're my servant. I'll call on you when I'm ready for you. Um, but you just stay there and, and wait for me to, you know, call your name. You know, it's a different attitude. It's a different position. One is the posture of weakness, trusting mm. in self. One is the posture of strength, trusting in God. And you're only going to get that strength, again, if you start with the humility of saying, today's about you, God. What are you already doing? How do I get involved in what you're doing? And uh, what do you want me to know about today? And opening up the word of God with that idea, you know, with that attitude. Yeah, yeah. but there's really no better question to ask than in your morning than, yeah, what are you doing around me, God? How can I join you in that? That's, that's great. I think another thing I point you guys towards doing in, in that morning time and this may seem like opposite advice here, but uh, I think you need to start your morning with your anxieties. Le lead with anxieties, man. <laughs> like, here's the thing. We, we think we can ignore them, but they're not going away, right? Those anxieties are going to come up. And so what? You're going to wait till 10 minutes before that hard conversation that you know you have to have in the afternoon to then cast those anxieties on God? Uh, no, let, like, let's lead with them. I think the morning time is a great time to look ahead to your day, knowing fully the anxieties that you hold and cast them on, at the feet of God and say, God, here it is. I want to talk about this. I want to lay this out. So 
I, I think the morning time is a great time to, to lead with anxieties and cast those out. Yeah. I mean, I, w- you know, we know that verse in Philippians four about be anxious for nothing, mm-hmm. but the idea is be anxious for nothing, you know, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Mm-hmm. The freedom from anxiety only comes if we lift up these things to uh, the Lord in prayer. And I would, I would tell guys, think about it like, you know, if you're an inf- infantry soldier and you know where the enemy is going to be, you know, you call in for the artillery. You, know, you call and say, hey, you know, give me some support at this location because I know there's a stronghold and I got to get past there. And uh, so, like you said, to start your day and say, Lord, I've got this meeting. You know, I know, you know, my boss is upset with me. Would you, you know, give me grace? Or I've got this conversation with my child and I don't really know what to say, whatever it is, you yeah. know, to start already knowing you've lifted these things up before a God who cares and wants to lavish his grace upon you. It's going to change. It's going to change how you feel about your day. Yeah. And isn't, isn't that just wisdom, Joe? You know, isn't that just, you know, try, trying to wake up and, and ask yourself, what would it look like to, to, to act wisely, you know, to be the kind of guy that's wise? I think we all, as men, we want to be that, that man of wisdom, maybe even that, that man with like a, a stoic presentation, right? But then we spend our mornings running around with our chicken, like a, a chicken with his head cut off, right? Like we run around like crazy all over the place uh, with no sense of direction, no sense of, you know, uh, anchoring ourselves in that relationship with God. Yet we do want to be that wise man, that, that, that man that, that thinks ahead and knows what's coming, cast that before God, that man who is growing. And so there is, I think, a change that's got to happen in us, I think, specifically in our mornings and, and how we handle our mornings. Another thing I tell guys is just specifically, I think one of the advantages of mornings is just the clarity that can come in your mind. Yeah with the morning time. And I know if you're not a, a morning person, whatever that means, uh, then, then you may be thinking, oh, I, I have no clarity in the morning. I, I would then point you back to, to last week's episode and say, you need to start thinking about your sleep, right? Um, part, of, you know, part of what we said last week is, you know, an alarm clock will wake you up, but it will never make you alert. And you need healthy sleeping habits to make you alert. But if you can get to that point, right, find some healthy sleeping habits, uh, you will find that you are able to wake up and your mind has a clarity about the day and about what your real purpose and what you need to be aligning yourself with. Uh, there, there's a clarity that comes there in the peace of the morning that I, I, I struggle to find any other time of the day. Am I, am I the only one there? Yeah, no, I think, and, and I, I mean, so, so often when I'm talking to guys and, you know, they're, they're, they're struggling, um, you know, that w- whether it's with specific sins and temptations, whether they just feel like their life with God is stagnant. When you ask about like their intake of God's word and their prayer life, you find out that what they do is the last few minutes of their day before they fall asleep, they pick up their phone and they scroll through, you know, a few verses in the Bible. And you've got to ask yourself, like, what do you care most about? Like when you look at the sum of your life, what kind of man do you want to be? Maybe that'll somehow keep your, you know, spiritual pulse you know, beating at some level, but you're never going to be strong. You're never going to be wise. You're never going to really see dramatic transformation. And if you do want to see that, the thing is, as we get older, we have less freedom. I mean, you've got a family, I've got a family. That morning is the only time I get where I can really say, what am I going to do? And, you know, if I want to be a man that knows the word of God, if I want to have a deep relationship with my heavenly father, that's my only chance to really be able to invest that time. Um, 
And it's going to be cumulative, like we said. Um, if we don't put it in, we're not going to be able to make up for it later on. If we do put it in, we're going to be able to serve God and serve people in ways that we can hardly even imagine. But it's going to be the effect over time of these good habits. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So I want to throw at you now a few questions, common questions that I get, you probably get, uh, when we're talking about morning devotions and helping guys who want to train in spiritual fitness. The first is an obvious one, Joe. This is so broad, but look, there's guys that are here. Everybody talks about having a quiet time with God, right? What what is a quiet time? What <laughs> all right, let's ask the obvious question. What is a quiet time with God? Yeah. Uh, and I don't think guys need to get too caught up with labels. Um, mm. you know, you can call it a quiet time, you call it a devotional, um, you know, a time of prayer, whatever. Yeah. Really, what yeah. we're talking about is a time where you are uh, quieting yourself before God and opening yourself to listen to him. And I think guys sometimes feel pressure because they think they've got to fill it with words. So if it's 15 minutes, how do I think of a 15-minute monologue that I can give before God? And that's not the way to enter into it. I think the best way is let God speak first. And mm. so, you know, you start with his word, uh, you read something, you try to practice that active listening, right? Where you're actually paying attention to what's being said. It doesn't have to be a lot. I mean, it can be a verse at times, but where you're actually engaged in thinking again with that, that, vo that, that word of Samuel, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. I'm here to hear your voice. And so, you know, as you begin to listen, then you respond. And, mm -hmm. and like we said, I mean, it may be your anxieties. It might be, uh, you might be grateful for, for something. It doesn't matter, but have that time, you and the Lord. And the more you do it, the thing that's going to happen is it's going to become a a sense, you're going to have a sense of need. Like if you don't get that time with God at the start of your day, you'll honestly feel like you've missed out on something and it's going to really just be, a, there's going to be an ache and a void. And so that's what you want to get to this place where you, you just have this sense. I got to start my day with the Lord. Yes. And I'm glad that you mentioned that it, it sometimes doesn't have to be a lot. It doesn't have to be this huge overblown. Uh, obviously, do we want to get to the point where, yes, we crave a, a uh, extended time with God? I think, though, where a lot of guys get hung up when they start talking about and thinking about having a morning devotional is they start by they had a conversation with a mentor who told them that they need to have a quiet time with God. And they told that mentor said, here's what my quiet time looks like. And it's like this hour long, big routine. And so that guy goes and he then tries to do that quiet time, what he thinks is a quiet time. Maybe he does it for a day, but then he gives up. He's like, this is, this is unachievable. I can't, I can't, if this is a quiet time, I can't do it. It's not for me. And so I think some of what we've got to point guys towards is, is what's achievable for you right now in this season of life for your spiritual fitness push yourself. Don't, don't settle, you know, but, but don't think that it has to be this big two hour long thing. Don't, don't start there. Probably let's start somewhere where we can get ourselves in that posture that you're talking about, yeah. you know, start yourself in that morning posture and routine, find something that's achievable and consistent for you yeah. in this season of life is what, is what I'd say. And yeah, it's going to look different for everybody. Right, here's another one. All right. So we're thinking about mornings, how early then should I get up? How, how much time should I set aside in, in my morning for this? Yeah. Uh, like we said last episode, I mean, I want to avoid legalism and, and, and making a rule out of anything. I think uh, you got to get up early enough to where you have time that's mm -hmm. quiet. Um, that's the key. I know 
so my kids, my youngest is now seven. My oldest is 14. Uh, my life's a little bit different than three years ago. Like three years ago, I had younger kids. They got up earlier. Uh, so it was harder to find time. So, you know, right now, um, mornings are kind of wide open as my kids get older. Yeah. Um, so you just got to ask yourself the question, you know, if I'm going to get maybe 30 minutes, um, you know, to start my day, what does that look like? Maybe it's mm-hmm. first one guy, six, maybe one guy, it's five 30. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, but just to be asking yourself and adjusting given the seasons of life to make sure you've got the time you need at the feet of Jesus to set you up for the day. I mean, that's the key. Yeah. Yeah. And you already kind of teased with what my follow-up question would be is, but what if I do have young kids, Joe, you just said you got out of that phase of life. Now, oh, you, oh, look at you. Good for you. Your mornings are a little more relaxed, but what if you got young kids and it's not that you're not in that phase? What do you do? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think, you know, there are seasons when you get up before them, and there might be seasons, though, where they just get up ridiculously early. And Evan, I know you've had this experience. I've done a lot of things with a kid in my arm. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, uh, in fact, I was leading a discipleship group. Uh, it was late it was earlier in this year. And it was great. We had this one year old like, you know, there all these, this was on Zoom and all these screens. And this one guy had his, you know, his one year old just there every time. And he was feeding them and he was doing different things with them. But you know, you adapt, but you just make sure, you know, God's gracious that you get in front of God at the start of your day. If that means a child in arm is a child in arm. That's yeah. what I'd say. Yeah, I think that's good. I, I, I think I'd want to tell guys something that probably uh, their friends aren't telling them, you know, guys, your friends aren't telling you, but you know this, your kids are crazy, right? Like if you got toddlers in the house, your kids are nuts. Your kids are, are, are crazy. And you, you know this, but, but, but here's the thing. You, you can't eliminate crazy. Like crazy ain't going away. It's, it's there to stay in your house right now. And so you can't ignore crazy either. I, I'd say, how do you beat crazy? You get crazier. Like that, that's, my, that's my battle plan for if I've got a toddler in the house and it's just insane, they wake up and they're like, like you got to decide, I'm going to be the kind of guy that's crazier than crazy. And I'm going to either, yeah, I'm going to wake up at a crazy hour of the morning because I'm so determined to be that kind of father that wakes up grounded in the word of God, or you got to be the crazy guy that's on zoom holding a kid. Like that's crazy, (laughs) but yes, don't ignore, don't try to pretend like, Oh, well, this will just go away or I'll just wait. You know, that's what some guys do. Well, this is a crazy season of life. I just skip my morning routine. I'll skip a morning devotional for these years. That's, that's silly. That's silly. Know that your kids are crazy. They are get crazier. Find a way, (laughs) find a way. And I would just encourage guys that uh, the crazier your life is, the more you need God present in it. Like those mm-hmm. years when you got young kids and, and there's just more than you can handle. Those are not years to think, well, I can go without, you know, prayer and digesting yes, yes. God's word. So um, you might adjust it. It may be that you find a time a little bit later. But yes. the, the key, the mo- even more important than the morning routine thing is to have God in your life. That's what we can't do without. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. All right. Another question. Is it possible to get up too early? What if, what if I wake up too? Is there, is there a time where it's like, well, that's too early. I think, I think there actually is, it is possible to get up too early. Um, I think if, you know, if you're a guy, you've probably seen some sort of YouTube video with a celebrity who's sharing their, uh, their daily routine. And, uh, you know, probably starts out at like three 45 in the morning. 
and uh, this person's working out and then, you know, the whole day, and then you get to the end and you find out they go to bed at like eight 30 at night, you know, mm. and you think, <laughs> does this person have a spouse? Do they have a family? Is it just me that thinks their whole life is wrapped around them? It's pretty <laughs> self-centered. They accomplish all of their agenda, but what do they sacrifice to be able to uh, be so productive? And so I think, you know, we've got to realize the day's not just about us. And so, uh, you know, make sure that you're not getting up so early that say when your wife needs to have, you know, some of you and for conversation and uh, later on that you can be present with her. You got to look at your whole day and the two beachheads. I tell guys that you got to conquer the end of your day and the start of your day. Yes. You got to yes. figure out how to manage these two things in tandem to set you up to love God, but then to love the people around you as well. Yep. Not all about you. That's a tough one. Cause that, man, those YouTube videos are great, man. Yeah, those those yeah. guys are ripped, man. No, they look <laughs> great. They look great. I, I wish I looked like that, but you're right. I guess I would have a terrible marriage and relationship with my kids if it was all about that. Um, all right. Last question. Are there other elements besides a quiet time that you think should be a part of a morning routine? Mm. Yeah. You know, I think this is where there is more flexibility. I mean, I think, you know, some of the things that we know get squeezed out and we get busy, you know, prayer, mm -hmm. exercise, those are two things. Uh, not every guy works out in the morning. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, the, the I think you need to look at your day and think, what's really important? Uh, you know, what are the things I really need in my life to be able to be set up, to have the energy, to have the relationship with the people I need? And, uh, you know, these, some of these things, as we get older in life and hit these middle, you know, the, the middle years, you know, you really got to think about what you put in the morning, because if it doesn't happen, then it's just not going to get done. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Just generally, I think it's good to just ask that question, like what in this season of life would be a healthy part of my morning routine to be the man of God that I need to be, you know, and some of those may be just those, those simple morning routine things. I mean, my wife tells me I need to brush my teeth in the morning. That's apparently like a thing, you know, <laughs> but, <there's, laughs> but no, there is, yes, of course, there's more to your morning than just wake up and, and get in your Bible there. I think that there's big picture, you know, engaging your mind, engaging your body, engaging your soul. There, there's even just kneeling to pray, engaging your body in that way is a good way to get just the whole of you and your whole lifestyle thinking about taking a morning walk where you pray, whether you work out in the morning, there's, there, there's a way to engage mind, body, soul, uh, to anchor yourself for, for the day is what I point guys towards. But, um, but yeah, guys, I hope you've found this helpful, especially if you're, again, the Christian guy that wants to grow. I want you to think beyond just a pro pro productive morning, but how do you devote yourself to God in the morning? Um, and then y'all join us. Look, y'all join us next week. We're going to continue talking about spiritual fitness. How do you train in spiritual fitness? What are those foundational elements? 